You're listening to Joyful Wedding Planning, your spot for de-stressing and relaxing while you plan your wedding. You might be thinking, is that even possible? Well, heck yeah, it is. I'm your host, Emily DeClue, founder of The Joy Factor, Weddings and Events, and I'm here to help you plan the wedding of your dreams joyfully. Whether you're a DIYer or a delegator, this podcast will help you find the joy factor as you plan your wedding. wedding is an anxiety-inducing nightmare full of bridezillas and doom grooms, so it's impossible to have fun while planning your wedding, right? <laughs> I beg to differ, but then again, I'm Emily DeClue, founder of The Joy Factor Weddings and Events. I'm based in Toronto and I serve couples globally. And I drop new wedding planning videos and podcasts every Thursday, so make sure you are subscribed on YouTube and following me on your favorite podcast app. I love bringing joy into people's lives and helping them to create moments that they will cherish forever. That's why I'm so obsessed with wedding planning. And as I was thinking about starting my business, I kept coming back to this idea that like, wedding planning really doesn't have to be all doom and gloom or end in breakups or family fights or anything. It really can be joyful. And I wanna show you some different ways that you can make that happen so that it is a fun experience for you. And today I'm gonna share with you my do's and don'ts of joyful wedding planning. So a little while ago, I was talking to a bride about how wedding planning was going. And she looked at me in the eye and she was like, I don't even think there's going to be a wedding at this point if things don't change. And that really hurt my soul because I, I wanted her to have the best possible day, like the day of her dreams, but there was a lot of family drama happening and she was stressed out because her fiance wasn't helping as much as she would have hoped. And so we chatted it through. I gave her a little pep talk. I like to think it helped a little bit. At least I hope it did. And I gave her some of my tips for keeping the whole process joyful and keeping it moving, even though I know it is and it can be very stressful to plan a wedding, especially with so many different people's expectations. Okay, so let's get into the do's and don'ts of planning your wedding joyfully. Do make it all about you. Yeah, this is your moment to be a little bit selfish. So if people are putting unreasonable expectations on you or your time, it's okay to say, I don't want to do that. No is a full sentence. So make it about you. You won't come across as a bridezilla or a doom groom if you explain to them matter-of-factly, without emotion, this element that you're suggesting doesn't feel right to me and I need to do what's right for my wedding. I hope that you can understand that we are planning a very special day for us, and we want you to be very much a part of it. However, this particular thing is not going to be happening on our wedding day. <sighs> it feels like pretty heavy, like it's a lot to say and to say it without emotion, but sometimes it's necessary. And you could kind of tweak this to whatever language you need to use to communicate what your needs are effectively to the person who is causing you drama and angst. Don't worry about what people are going to say or think. People will have opinions. That's fine. It's not their wedding. They can go have their own wedding. That's what I have to say. So just Again, make it about you, about the things that you want to have at your wedding. If you want to have a man dressed up as a dinosaur, you can have a man dressed up as a dinosaur. That's fun. And it's good because it's true to you. And actually, most of your guests are really going to love that man dressed as a dinosaur. And the one person who's like, 
they weren't going to have fun to begin with, so why does it matter what they think? Do consider that your guests want to enjoy themselves. So I made a video about fun wedding activities that you can plan for your guests so that they have a blast. I will link to that. But consider that your guests are coming to celebrate you and they want to have a good time. If you give them nothing to do, it will be not a fun time for everybody. So check out my super duper, super long list of fun wedding activities to keep your guests entertained for the whole night. Don't do something if you think your guests will absolutely hate it. I mean, you can if you want, but if you think that your guests are going to really hate being chased around by zombies, maybe don't hire the zombie crew to come and do the entertainment. Maybe find something that will tick your box of zombie love, but not necessarily terrify the pants off of your guests and make them want to leave. Do ask your parents if they've set aside any money for your wedding. You'll want to know this in advance because maybe that's part of your budget. And hopefully the conversation is a relatively easy one. It may not be, and they may be more inclined to have that discussion with you after the wedding. However, if you have certain things that you want to do for your wedding, it might be good to know in advance how much money you have to work with. On that note, don't have any expectations about how much your parents can help you with your wedding. If they have some money to offer, wonderful. If they don't, also wonderful. You will find a way to have your dream wedding for sure. Do create a budget for your dream wedding and make sure that you're really, really truthful about all of the things that you want. And then don't sacrifice the things that you want the most. There's gonna be things that you have to cut out because of budget considerations, but think about is there a particular dress that you really want to have? Or is there a particular band that you really want to hire? You may need to make adjustments in your budget and that's fine because at the end of the day, that like non-negotiable thing that you really, really want, that is going to help you feel like this is like the best day ever. Do create boundaries with your family about who will and who will not be invited. Just because your mom wants you to invite a certain somebody who you haven't spoken to in 5,000 years, doesn't mean that you actually have to. Stay firm with your boundaries, even if your mom is paying for the wedding. And this may be a little bit stress-inducing, but it might be a good time to have a really important conversation about boundaries too. So look at it as a win-win. And if you need help with those conversations, I can recommend a great book. It's called The Dance of Anger by Harriet Lerner. Oh my God changed my life. It's so much easier to have hard conversations now, truly. And don't invite people that you are uncomfortable with. Just hard stop. Just don't even, no. If you don't like them, they're not coming. They're not coming. Forget it. Do make space for fun during the planning process. Maybe instead of sitting at home planning something with your fiance, you go out to dinner and plan all of the wedding activities. Find different ways to make the actual process fun for you instead of making it feel like a chore. Because sometimes, you know, it's, it's going to feel like a chore. But at the end of the day, if you can find ways to make it fun and interesting for both of you, you'll have a much better time. Don't let planning get in the way of your relationship. If you're like stuck on something, a decision that has to be made and neither of you wants to compromise in any way, find a third party mediator. Hey, a wedding planner is a great third party mediator to help you make those big decisions. But at the end of the day, the wedding is just a day. The marriage is a lifetime, as they say. So don't let one day get in the way of your entire future. Do make a point to appreciate the small things. 
Like when you get your Amazon deliveries of all of your little honey dippers that you're going to be putting into your charcuterie table. Yay, now you have honey dippers. Like just find ways to appreciate how nice those things are. Don't let yourself stress or panic more than you need to. I did a whole episode about how to have a stress-free wedding and in it, I say that you can choose what stresses you out. And yeah, there is going to be some stress. There will be some panic moments. And it's really good actually to let some of that out because if you bottle it all up, it's just gonna fester and you're gonna explode and that might not be a pretty picture on your wedding day. So that's why I say don't let yourself stress or panic more than you need to because we do need to let off that little steam valve every once in a while. Just take it out on something like an old TV with an ax. You know, dealer's choice. But always come back to remembering what the day is truly about. Love! Do wear something that makes you feel amazing. And don't pick a dress or outfit just because somebody else says that they like it and they want you to wear it and they're paying for it for you. Choose what you feel absolutely amazing in. Do show gratitude to all of your vendors and don't forget to thank all of your friends and family for helping you on your special day. Do incorporate elements that are special to you and your fiance. That could be a video game character you both love. Or maybe it's tickets to the first concert you went to. Find little special things to incorporate to make it that much more meaningful for the both of you. However, don't let themes or activities overshadow you and your fiance. If you want everyone to come dressed up as a particular character, that's that's great. But will it steal the show in your wedding photos? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Find a way to incorporate it, but don't let it overshadow you. Do have a solid plan for what's going to happen on your wedding day. I have an episode on planning your wedding itinerary. I will link to that here. And don't leave things to chance unless it's a controlled chance. Like maybe you want to roll the dice on having open speeches. I tried it. Nobody wanted to do an open speech at my wedding. That's fine. I had to coerce people into doing speeches, but I liked it. They were really good speeches. And finally, do find a way to make the wedding planning process more joyful, whatever that means for you. Because you only really get to do it once or a couple of times in your life and you want to make it fun. And all that to say, I know this process can feel stressful and anxiety inducing, but there are ways to make it more joyful. And hey, if I can help with that, please send me an email, emily at joyfactorweddings.com, and we'll find a way that I can help you to plan your wedding more joyfully. If you liked this episode, I would be so honored if you shared it with a friend or your fiance, and make sure you hit the subscribe button or follow wherever you listen to your podcasts because I drop new wedding videos every single Thursday so that you can plan your wedding more joyfully. I'll be back next Thursday with another wedding planning video. So until then, keep it joyful. Thanks for listening to Joyful Wedding Planning. I hope you got something out of this episode. And hey, if you did, leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps me to find more listeners just like you so that we can take all the stress out of wedding planning and go from panic to joy-filled moments. Need help to plan your wedding? Book a call with me at joyfactorweddings.com. I can't wait to help you plan the wedding of your dreams. This podcast was produced by The Ultimate Creative. Learn more about producing your own podcast at theultimatecreative.com.